forever. Dog. It was her own handwriting in the dead girl's diary. This week on the podcast, Sinclair Smith's Let Me Tell You How I Died. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are reading Let Me Tell You How I Died by Sinclair Ooh. Smith. A.K.A. The Diary. Much worse. Yes. And the logline for that one is also worse. Was she going to die again? Yeah, not good. Because this one, at least you're like, oh, like you kind of like it's not catchy, but at least like you're intrigued because you're like, oh, her own handwriting is in this dead girl's diary. Like, what is that? Mm hmm. And like, let me tell you how I died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, girl dish. But then the other one is just like diary. Like, what are you talking about? It's so generic. That could be 12 different other books. That yeah. Have a diary in it. Yeah. Like, hello. Get with the prog. <laughs> Get with the prog. <laughs> rock, that is. Yeah. Welcome to our prog rock podcast. Get with the, the program. <laughs> um, Yeah. So this book here, let me pull up the um the the back of it. Now, granted, I'm gonna be reading the summary of the diary. Rereading. So just uh n- okay, keep that in your if, heart. Let's see if I'll, I'll I have up I have the US okay. one up. Okay. Okay. Mm, Delia can't stop reading the old diary, which mysteriously appears in her locker one day. Little by little, she starts to become more like the girl whose words she reads, even having her memories and seeing the world through her eyes, a dead girl's eyes. Soon, (laughs) Delia is convinced that she was the girl who wrote the diary in a past life, but the terror is about to come alive once more, for the girl who wrote the diary was murdered, and the killer is after her again. The the differences are so bizarre. <laughs> like, why tweak it in the like t- minuscule yeah. ways yeah. in which you have tweaked it? Because on the back of the U.S. one, uh, it gives the U.K. tagline: "Was she going to die again?" Yeah, and it goes, "Delia can't stop reading the old diary she's found. She's becoming more and more like the girl whose words she reads, seeing the world <laughs> through her eyes, even have even having her memories. Soon, she believes she was the girl who wrote the diary." In a past life, so does her killer. The terror is alive once more, for the girl who wrote the diary was murdered, and whoever killed her the first time is after her again. This one kind of so gives similar. away the twist a little bit. Not gives it away, but like kind of like leads, you know, it's kind of like, oh, the, per- the killer thinks that, like the killer knows that she is reincarnated. Now, <laughs> excuse me, now I can't remember what, how yours went. I didn't it didn't include that information. It just was like God. Gotcha. Ah, she thinks she was the girl, but the girl was murdered and the killer's after her again. Um, yeah, you're right. It doesn't give it away as much. Yep. It's just not as much wow. of a cock tease. <laughs> Way to ruin it. <laughs> like your penis is reading this book. <laughs> yeah. If your penis you your penis should be hard when you when you read the back of, of this book. <laughs> For all of the reincarnation joyride you're going to be on. Um, <laughs> so did you like this book? 
No. I thought, th- exactly. I mean, like, I was just like, eh. Uh, it was, it's just, I don't like the style it was written in where it's like, she's looking back on everything that happened. Oh my God. There were so, okay. And I know, I know that she's supposed to be like entranced the whole time and like not know like what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> But there were so many parts where it's like, and then she started to remember what happened. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Particularly, I think think the moment where I was like, this format is now unacceptable Mm -hmm. was when it was like she and her boyfriend Brock are in a fight because he really wants her to commit to going to Harrison College where he is going. And she, to get him to shut up, has said, oh, yeah, 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 I am going there. Yeah. But then he – and – and then it's like, all right, maybe I can just find it because it is it is rushing. Oh yeah, so that much shit. plot. No, I remember that too because I was like, why would we not have like the major fight that causes her and her boyfriend to break up, be on page? Yeah, it's like because I literally missed it, Lindsay. Just I like missed that passing. they broke up. Yeah. yeah. So where it takes up all of it's like two paragraphs a page. Like, okay, so the chapter ends with, like, everything else. So so Delia is, like, kind of a good girl, kind of boring, just, like, but also, like, naturally, um, I don't know, things come very naturally to her. She gets the cute boy that everybody wants, but she wasn't really going after him, and, like, nobody really w- knows why. She doesn't seem to care about her appearance. It's just, she's just sort of, like, effortlessly pretty. Well, at the same time, uh, the reader, I think you would agree with me, will find her very boring. She's so boring. And then she finds this diary in her locker. She doesn't know where it came from. She thinks it was a gift from her boyfriend, Brock, for their six-month anniversary because he knows that she loves writing in her diary, but he didn't put it there. And she's like, ooh, mysterious. And she's reading the diary, and she's becoming obsessed with it, and she's trying to model herself after the person in the diary down to, like, her hair and the way she acts. And so she starts, like, shoplifting and lying and being mean to people. Getting her hair cut shockingly oh short. God, shockingly short. And then dying it blonde. Because mm-hmm. um, her hair is brown. So but then she also got it wrong. So that was she stupid. Got, she gets it in her like soft waves, waves around her face. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so out there. And she gets home and the diary is like, I had shockingly short hair. And she's like, no, <laughs> now I have to get it cut again. But then even then, right? So she gets it cut then. And it still isn't the right color because it takes her yeah. finding a photo and being like, oh, she has red hair. Oh, she has. <laughs> it's like it never. It's like, then why did you assume blonde? Yes. And to me, honestly, I was like, are you even a reincarnated murdered soul? Because like <laughs> you clearly you're not getting it right. But anyway, yeah, because you don't act like it. Um, and so she tells this lie to Brock to get him to shut up. And the chapter ends like this. Like everything else I read about in Laura's diary, once I tried it, it seemed to t- come naturally. She means lying. Chapter 19. Lying to Brock was simple at first, but as time went on, it got more and more difficult. How much time? Not that lying to him bothered me. Like other things I read about in Laura's diary, it got easier with practice. Thank you. You literally just said that at the literally, end of the other chapter. Why literally. are you recapping? Ugh. So then it was just that he kept questioning and questioning me about little details. Where was I? What was I going to pack to take to school? Did I remember the date for freshman orientation? What dorm had I been assigned to? I finally got so tired of having to pretend conversations of having pretend conversations about college, that one day I just blurted the whole story out. 
I told Brock I'd lied to avoid having a fight. Naturally, Brock was pretty angry. His temper flared up in a big way and things got pretty ugly. After that, we didn't have much to say to each other. And then like they just straight up don't talk. They just break up. And like, I guess because I was like, mm, I don't say full on skimming, but I wasn't like reading very deeply because I was extremely bored at many points of this book. Yeah, I wouldn't um, say I was savoring every sentence. No, I was just kind of like, OK, what happens next? What happens next? What happens next? Oh, she's cutting her hair. Oh, she's cutting it shorter. Oh, she's dying her hair. Oh, she's dying it again. Oh, she's doing this, that, whatever. She's like so bad. Um, it is funny how much of a um dud she is. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's very she's like a classic like you know our main character. Uh, where we're like, mm, I had to drink some ice water to calm down. Or like I had to drink some milk because <laughs> oh I was God. too freaked out. Mm. Um, I needed something she, comforting, and so yeah. I grabbed a blanket and a cup of water. <laughs> because she's literally like, so she's at this sleepover. This is how the book opens. Okay, page fucking three, and we're like learning her personality quirks, which are that she <laughs> really likes writing in diaries. Like mm. that's her thing. Is that she loves writing diaries? Everybody gives her shit about writing in diaries. And she was talking in her sleep because she was having some crazy dream about like drowning in blood. <laughs> and then maybe the and, most interesting part of the book. Yeah. The dream. Yeah. And, and then it happens page one and never again. <laughs> and then she like is woken up from her sleep and everyone's like, you sounded like you were speaking from the other side of the grave. What a weird way to describe somebody's yes. voice quality. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it makes sense because you were dreaming about being dead. And I'm like, does it? Because like, I'm still confused. Yeah. Mm. And she's like, so she's like, Ugh, my friends mm, always teased me about writing in my diary so much. But I knew the teasing was good natured. Okay, her inability to like let her friends tease each other is so embarrassing. She's so uncomfortable by people giving each other shit. <laughs> It's so annoying. They don't know how to do it in a fun way at all. No. No. I mean, but so like, she, the fact that she's like, whoa, I'm she's, uncomfortable. She's like, guys, please, can we please stop <laughs> fighting? I just like, I don't feel safe. <laughs> and it's literally they're just being like, hey, bratty Anne. And she's like, guys, seriously, stop. <laughs> I was like, seriously, go to fucking hell. <laughs> like, I couldn't <laughs> handle her. Seriously, you're not uh, of sound mind enough to be around no, people. No, because you literally like don't like, okay, you know when you're like really fucking tired after like a day at work that's just so fucking soul sucking and you just hate your life and you just drive home in complete silence and you get home and you're like, wow, I did not remember driving home. Mm-hmm. She, that's like her life. Like her whole life yes. is just, she's like not, she's like, oh, I guess I went I shopping. <laughs> oh, I guess I stole a wardrobe. Oh my God. An entire wardrobe An of entire like. An entire closet of clothes. Which like, hello, doesn't she know that fashion is her best friend Jules thing? And it's like really encroaching on it and like yes. makes her a giant biatch. Yes. Uh, okay. Also, it's been a little bit warm out lately. 
true. How much did you want to drink papaya passion and or tangerine teas? <laughs> I wanted to try them. I have to be honest and say that didn't occur to me. But now that you say it, I'm into it. Sounds pretty delicious to me. So they go to this like very strange juice place called Bonzo's. <laughs> this sounds fake. Where everybody, everybody. has to, to wear clown costumes. <laughs> like what is this job? And it's a drive-in. It's a drive-in. It's not... Also, they it's literally not. live in Pleasantville. Yes. The town is called Pleasantville. Except, okay, so like you're pitching a town to me, right? You're like, it is exactly like the 50s, okay? Like, exactly. Like they've got a drive-in restaurant. And you're like, okay, cool. And you're like, they're like, it serves like interesting drinks. And you're like, okay. And they're like, and the server's. Dressed like fucking clowns, and they <laughs> stomp out to your car, all terrifying, and serve you fruit salad. And you're like, "Okay, I'm sorry. I think we're lost here. I think something happened in between the last sentence and this." It's <laughs> like that's also, not like Americana. No, what are you talking about? Okay, literally, clown costumes, and then they also have to wear. And this is the author's words. The symbols of the theme of the week. The symbols? Symbols? What does that mean? It's so this week's theme is tropical festival. And they, ha- so the workers have to wear a clown costume. And then on top of that, costume. two flower lays. <laughs> Sorry, I just enjoyed the way you said costume. They have to wear a Co- clown costume. A clown costume. <laughs> and, okay. So then they're eating this fruit salad. And this is the other thing that I was like, I know that our main character, she already kind of like knows something is up with her because she's like losing time. Mm -hmm. But she's like, like, I literally wanted to be like, get with the fucking program. You literally. (laughs) So so they order the fucking fruit salad and the two juices. Okay, the fruit salad and the two juices come and she's like. What is this fruit salad? And Jewel's like, we just ordered it together. <laughs> we just fucking ordered fruit salad. And she's like, ah, it's the fruit yeah, salad. my body isn't my own. And this is like <laughs> chapter two. Page nine. I'm literally she hasn't page fucking nine. Even gotten the fucking diary yet. No. Why no, is she, she hasn't? so out of it? She's so out of it. She also is like, okay, and then this moment bothered me because Jewel is being a classic like gaslighting friend where she's like okay I really need to tell you something Jewel remember how alarming it was that I didn't remember that we ordered the fruit salad so there's other stuff going on with me and she's like I had a specific memory of buying red shoes for prom okay and she's like but you remember that we just went to prom and I had cream colored shoes and she's like but it was a memory as if it were my own. And Jules like, um, that's not scary. There are plenty of explanations. Maybe you just wanted red shoes. Or maybe you wished you wore red to the prom. Okay, bitch. <laughs> okay, is- but I want you to, let's do a role play. Okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah. be Jewel hearing okay, be this Jewel. information. Right, 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 right. Jewel. Yes. You know how I wore cream colored shoes to prom and it already happened? Yeah. 
I mean, I Get. remember because I don't have fucking problems remembering ordering fruit salad, but right, keep right, going. Right. So you know how weird that was? So get yeah. a load of this. Yeah. I have a memory of buying red shoes. Yeah. No, but like- Oh, I there's didn't, more? I'm sorry. But I didn't buy the red shoes, but I oh. remember buying the red shoes. You know what? And you know, so you're it's right. Like crazy, right? Yeah. yeah, no. Okay, you're right. Because my instant reaction is like, I don't know. Maybe you just like, misremembered. I'm not here to like, be your fucking I don't psychiatrist. Know. I don't know what this, this seems like barely <laughs> weird. Yeah. And like, also, I don't like, even know why this is a story because it's, I'm going to tell you right now, not one. Yeah. And then she's, well, here's what she should, she should have vocalized what she was thinking because she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm threatened by the memory. <laughs> like, okay. If she said that, like, I would have been like, oh, okay. So this is a problem, like, that's maybe outside of like what I can do for you as a friend because I can't. Or if she even like reframed it. But the fact that that's her frame is like, yeah. And I, but I remember. Yeah. But I didn't, but I remember. It's like, well, you probably. I don't know. I guess you just misremembered. So like, which is it then you bought? So then you probably did buy red shoes. Have you looked for the red shoes? Right. Or, but if she had said something like, Jewel, I'm like losing right, time. Right, right, right. Then I'd be like, right. oh my gosh. But yeah. she doesn't frame it that way. No. And she should have been like, and it was really weird because I know that it wasn't like, it felt like a very strong memory, but I know it wasn't my memory. Like, then I would be like, oh, okay. But she's just like, you remember? But then I but remembered. I <laughs> and then it wasn't. <laughs> oh. Uh, cool. Okay. No. Mm. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, I, I don't know. know if it happens again, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, keep an eye out. I'll, like, s- let me know if you do find the red shoes. Like, I don't know what I try. Yeah, like, no. I don't even know what look to put on my face right now. Yeah. I, I don't know how like, to arrange my expression yeah. with this non-event that you're relaying. Uh, yeah. I would have been like, why don't you check your fucking diary that you write in all the fucking time? Like, <laughs> like maybe you ha- have the receipts. I don't know. I But I can't help you because but, okay. you're so boring. Um, I'll, But... Uh, the fact I I hate everything about Jewel having the nickname Jewel. Yeah, me too. Because, because her name the is Green. Cool. She has the name Jewel. Is her name is Judy Diamonds. No, but isn't she's it always wearing jewels? Oh my god. I thought for okay, her name is Judy Diamond. I think so. For some reason I remembered her name being Ruby Diamond, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that her nickname's Jewel because like her both of her names are you could be right. I'm checking, but I but thought it was just thing. like Judy. Di- nope, Judy no, Diamond. No, no, no. I yeah, I definitely like made it cooler in my head. Yeah, sorry. Because I was like, there's no way that just the name Judy Diamond changes your nickname to Jewel. Well, here's here's what it says. I recognized the second voice as belonging to my best friend. That okay, is such a phrasing. weird way of putting that. Yes, so weird because she's going. This is how much the author is trying to make everything seem mysterious. Is she's yeah, <laughs> papaya passion or tangerine teas? This is the opening of chapter two. A strange voice seemed to come out of nowhere, filtering into my mind, which was yeah. tangled <laughs> in the web of last night's nightmare. It was okay, the same nightmare like, I had on my birthday sleepover two days ago. I'd had it three Ugh. nights in a row now. 
But by a passion or tandering teeth, said the strange voice again. Also, that's hey, not that Delia, scary of what's a question. With you? What kind of drink do you want? I recognized the second voice as belonging to my best friend Judy Diamond. The sight of the rows of bangle bracelets on her wrists and rings on her fingers reminded me, huh, that her nickname, yeah, yeah, oh, Jewel, I was perfect couldn't. for more than one reason. This is like classic, a classic way of framing things to get information across in this genre where it's like, uh, all of a sudden I remembered that that was the voice of my friend who I remembered her nickname was Jewel because of this other thing I remembered. And I remembered how I had brown hair and I remembered how I have a little pug nose that I hate. There's so Yeah, there's I'm, so I'm many remember this, remember, like, remember. Why is this how you're choosing to tell the reader things? Just fucking so say. Weird. It's just so weird. Say. My friend Jewel inter like interrupted my thoughts. Blah blah blah. Yes. Uh, uh, she like tossed her hair with her like be- bejangled wrist, and yeah, I had um, zoned out again. Like a symbol of her nickname, Jewel. Like her real name was Judy Diamond or whatever the fuck. Like, but to be like, I remember seeing her bangles reminded me that her nickname was Jewel. It's and like, did it you was truly special? forget everything? Like, were you looking at this person for a second going, who? Oh, I mean, maybe. the bracelets, it brought it all back for me. But it's just like the way, the way this is written is so strange. Well, it's just like very dorky. Like, it's just like, like, why are we... But this happens many, many times in the book. There was one part that I took a picture of because it was <laughs> sorry, I just found a page where she's so oh, she's such a dud. Um <laughs> Okay, hold on. There was this oh god, she's like freaking out about like how mean Laura is in the book. Um Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. I also remembered that there also, are Laura some... though is a psychopath. No, Laura's like bad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Basically, like sh- this happens many times where it's like, and then I walked down the street. Uh, the street looked familiar to me as it was the one that I grew up on, which was named after uh, my grandfather, who was this. Like, it was like very like, w- like windy, windy, windy. <laughs> like, just say it. Just windy, say windy, wound. Um, Just say the name of the street. Just, just say, say the, the name of the street. Name. Like I was on she, blank. <laughs> the the fake outs in this book were unacceptable. Yes, not even acceptable fake outs. Like the one where she so she's like so Laura's a painter. So then Delia tries painting and what she's so good at it right away. And then mm. somebody slashes the painting, and she goes oh my God. to the oh salon for now the third time. To yeah. dye her hair red because she's seen the photo by now. This girl's hair is going to fall out. She is yes. doing too much to it in such a short period of time. And Rose, the hairstylist, is very reasonably saying to her, like, don't stop. Please stop. Yeah. But yeah, she yeah. gets there and Rose and like, oh, my God, 
Rose is waving a piece of my slash up painting. Oh, wait, it's a rag. That one, was like, there was what? one. Okay, right. the one that made me really mad, okay, <laughs> was she comes to the front door and she's like, there's a package. <gasps> and she opens it and she's like, the explosion knocked me off of my feet. Oh my God, Next the worst. chapter. Boing. Well, it wasn't actually an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I admitted when I caught my breath. Perhaps it was more the surprise that made me jump. It was a jack in the box. <laughs> I hate, I fucking hate you, Delia. I hate you. You're, oh. here's, here, here's the facts. Die, die, You're die, dumb. Die. You're dumb and I hope yeah. you die. You're just yeah, like yeah, very really dumb. You're like, I opened very... a thing and a thing flew out and so there is an explosion. <laughs> the explosion knocks me off my face. And you're like, no dog, you were scared at a jack in the box. Like, it, it's as though what it lasts for a second for us right. lasts for a full yeah. minute for Delia. Because rather than like pop, oh, it's a thing in a box. It's mm -hmm. like, for her, it's like shooting up in slow motion. And so she's like yeah. seeing a little head. She's seeing a little clown head. And it's like rising, rising, rising. And she's like, oh, an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> and then it at a point, a certain point, it stops in this minute long experience of the thing rising. She's like, "Oh, it's connected to the box still." Oh, <laughs> I get it now. Okay, she it has like a cut on her face from its package. <laughs> so that's there was the also only explanation is like time moves very slowly for Delia. Yeah. There was also, okay, so so when she gets the journal, which you were kind of talking about before, so she gets this journal in her locker. <laughs> so first she's like, huh, the journal, this looks just like the journal in my dreams. And then she's like staring at it for a while and she's all freaked out by it. And she's like, Brock, he's such a prankster, which first of all, Brock can go to hell for doing that that prank involving the kitten where he locked a kitten oh, inside I was of a very locker. mad about that. I and then they like just throw it outside, but I'm like you don't know that the mom's going to take the kitten back, dumbass. What you just like what are you going to do not now? You're supposed just, to touch kittens because no. of that exact reason that they might not take and it like, back. And like like you can't like if you have the mother there and the mother knows you and you're like raising these kittens like it's okay, but like if you find some random cat outside and take away one of her kittens and lock it in a dark locker for like, hours. How much of a kitten is this, too? Well, if it's still suckling on the mom, it's like three weeks or less. So they're and under so a it pound. it wouldn't leap anywhere. <laughs> no, it wouldn't leap. They can't leap. Very They weird. can't leap. It was extremely annoying, and I hated him. Because um, I just don't think you should do pranks where, like, an animal has to, like, be scared. Absolutely not. No, you're a bad um, person if you do uh, an animal-involved prank. Yeah. So Unless then the prank like, is like um, you come downstairs in the morning and your dog is wearing a cute T-shirt and oh, the dog's funny. fine with it. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll grant that. <laughs> this thing or I've like, made up. Okay. Now, this isn't super a prank because it's not – really a prank but like sometimes Smokey and I will play chase with each other like he'll run away and hide and then jump out at me and then he'll chase me and then I'll hide and jump out at him and like that's like borderline prank because it's like I'm not here but then I'm here mm -hmm. <laughs> but like I feel like that's like the closest 
to like praying. pranking an animal, like pranking involving an animal. Yeah, I guess I'm pranking ha- the animal. <laughs> You're like pranking an animal. <laughs> I guess it's a bit of a prank to steal a an infant from its yeah, mother yeah. and put yeah. it in a place it can't escape from. Well, prank. Yeah, put it in like a dark metal box and then just like figure out what happens. Like trapped just, there for an hour. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Cool. And then just, and then they said we threw it outside. And he's like, not literally. I just put it outside. The mom's out there. I'm like, so did you put it back with the mom? Did you make sure the mom took it back? Did you like, yeah. like are, what the fuck? Are you going to follow up on this, you piece of yeah. shit? Ugh. And so also like, like, we don't like Brock at all. Also no, his name's no, no, Brock. No. Mm. Yeah, his, his name's Brock. Flag. And honestly, I, spoiler, I guess we can do a spoiler here. She doesn't end up with him forever, which I was, thank God. That was another thing where I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, what? Because of the way it's delivered is so quickly. It just like cuts to an actual diary entry of hers in the future. And she's like, everything worked out. I kept my short red hair. By the way, my new boyfriend loves it. And also my aunt died in an accident that I definitely caused. Yeah. And then I was like, and after that whole thing, I was like, new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I did spend the entire book wondering why the aunt was not returning from cat sitting. Oh, me too. I was like, what's up with her? What's the deal? It's because Laura, the spirit of Laura clearly like took over her body and caused a nightmare of an accident that killed her aunt. Yeah. Because Laura used Um. to dig holes in the yard and cover it up with leaves so that her fucking grandma would fall into it and twist her ankle. (laughs) <laughs> and she just like released a beehive on a girl. <laughs> okay, so she was up to some. Laura's not darkness. well. Yeah, she was up to something like bad. But so the opposite of Laura is fucking Delia. Where so first of all, she sees this diary and she's like, "I'm scared." <laughs> and she's so fucking stupid, Lindsay. She has this diary for a long time, right? And she's like thinking about the diary. She's looking at the diary. She's not. She's like, maybe it's an old diary that belonged to someone many years ago. (laughs) And then, like, hours later, she's like, there might be writing in the diary. I was like, bitch, you didn't fucking (laughs) open it the second you got it. What are you doing? And she's just like, I guess I'll crack this bad boy open. (laughs) Even though it's wrong to read the diary of another. Okay, when she kept being like, the gravest sin in the world is reading the diary of another. I was like, okay, but you know this bitch is dead, so who cares? Who cares? This is an old-ass diary. Uh, It's fine. You can read a dead person's diary. But, like, for how goody two-shoes she was, this was another part. So she's like, okay, this is the argument that she's overhearing that, like, overwhelms her. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they're talking about. Who put the diary in Delia's locker? Because she found out, she asked Brock about it, and he's like, what diary? And she's like, okay. So Brock didn't give it to him for our (laughs) anniversary. So Brenda, Anne, and Jewel have kind of a like frenemy ship, and they're arguing, okay? Oh, come on. Are you serious? Jewel looked disgusted. Well, somebody might do it, Brenda, Anne said defiantly. That's pretty far-fetched, Jewel grimaced. Unless you did it, Brenda Ann. You guys, please cut it out. It's not nice. <laughs> this, <laughs> this teasing banter was making me uncomfortable. Okay. I now, can't okay. with you, Delia. Okay. Okay, okay, we'll stop, Jewel said with a little shake of her head. 
Anyhow, she continued, if you want to drive Brock or whoever did it crazy, I bet I know a game you can play. Uh, Playing games didn't sound like fun. (laughs) I don't think I'm really up for it, but try me. What is it? And so they like agreed, like, okay, literally the quote playing games is for her to pretend she never got the (laughs) the diary. And she's like, guys, this is too much. Don't bitch. She's so fucking dumb, dog. Like, just do it. You guys. I don't <laughs> know. Playing games It's is not scary. nice. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> this is literally light, light teasing banter. This is when like will the, it stop? This is like the writing for those um those Harry Potter fanfics. So I did watch all of them, those Claudia Allende <laughs> ones. And I think we've talked about this before, but I was laughing so hard. And it reminds me of this, of when Malfoy is like kicking the shit out of Harry Potter. And then her character runs up and she's like, Draco, stop. You're being mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like the like, opposite. <laughs> but like, Draco, who says stop. like, stop? You're, you're being, being mean. mean. Or like, this isn't nice. Like, this it is, is the mean. opposite because, like, <laughs> kicking the shit out of someone is more than mean. But that's was, like an like, underreaction. But yeah, in, somehow in the same like, yeah, vein. it's just because it's like such a like stupid response it's just it's very childish it's like he was being mom he's being mean Ugh. also okay here's the other like there's some things in here where i'm like why are you even writing this part like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why are you even doing this okay i held the diary in my lap now i realized that there was no key for its lock but i needn't have worried the little clasp opened easily so I'm like, yeah. well, why, why are you even writing yeah, this part? No, she, say, just say there's no lock. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't even mention around a lock. for a screwdriver and locksmith <laughs> tools. Mm, after an hour, I remembered that it's made of like fucking tinfoil and it opened immediately. Anyway, next chapter. <laughs> like, she spends so much time writing this bullshit nonsense, but then like skims over like me and Brock broke up. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to spend five minutes detailing how fucking out of it I was ordering. Oh, God, she's so out of it. Or whatever. And then it's like, anyway, it had been quite a bit of time since Brock and I had spoken. It's like, how much time? How much time? (laughs) How much? How many weeks? Like, weeks? Months? A A month? How long? A day, five minutes. How long? How long? Just just tell us. Also, okay, I do think that like Laura and Delia have the same like very bad sense of humor. So Delia's like reading Laura's diary and what you mentioned before with like the bee thing where she like threw a bunch of bees at <laughs> at some lady. So <laughs> because she like was too cute. She was too cute and she was like flirting like, uh, with she's guys. Cute. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Bees. So she's like, I want to like throw bees at her. So she goes, Imagine hmm, being stung to death. Ouch. What a honey of a way to die. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> and Delia's like, I found a smile forming on my lips in spite of myself as I read the last words. A honey of a way to die. Even when Laura was angry, 
she had a sense of humor. I I was like, that's not humor. That is no. nonsense. That is uh-huh. an unforgivable pun. <laughs> it's not how it, it's also like, like not, I just don't understand yeah, you're what right. the, it's what like the not really like is. that's not really a phrase people use, is it? Like a honey right. of a well, maybe like a honey of a deal or a honey of a maybe I have heard honey of uh honey of a but I don't think it's common. Maybe it's old fashioned or maybe I'm fucking imagining it. Right. But but it like but reminds- to be like <laughs> how humorous. <laughs> It, She's and, so and droll, a regular Dorothy so many, Parker over here. Yes, there are so many levels to this, right? Like, A, it's not funny. B, it's possibly a pun. I guess honey of a deal is something, but honey of a way to die, I just, that is very confusing to me. And then for her to, okay, to to write something and then have another character be like, that is so funny, in the thing that you wrote. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just about to say the exact same thing is that knowing is retroactively now that we know it is in fact Laura reincarnated she's just been yeah. reading this like utter mess of a diary yeah going <laughs> I'm so terribly amusing and oh my god my fashion choices are just groundbreaking and yeah I sound amazing yeah and then on top of that the author of this book writing this and then having another character point out to us, the reader, that what this character said was funny is very like, I'm patting myself on the back. Like, just in case you didn't realize, this honey of a way to die thing is quite humorous. Like, I'm very good. She's like 10 out of 10 for this one, Sinclair. Um... <laughs> So that was something that I was like, that's pretty an unforgivable joke. Um, oh, this oh, is what yeah. it is. This is oh, oh, I found I the thing. I didn't realize quite what you were saying. That's three yeah. levels then. Or, yeah, of, three levels. Three levels, being, yeah. F- or I guess two levels of being full of yourself. I guess three. It's like first you think you're funny when you're writing it the first time. Right. And then you think you're funny when you're reading it. And then you think yeah. you say it's funny as the author of the book writing yes. two other Yes. People endorsing yes. this one yeah. horrible line. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's so many levels. It's really bad. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Okay, I found the thing that I was trying to find before. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. It was it's when she's like <laughs> Okay. So she gets home and she's like, all of a sudden this bitch likes tuna. <laughs> she's like <laughs> eating <laughs> She's like eating so Not much fucking tuna. Fucking regular fucking dolphin over here. <laughs> Checking yeah, me out. Yeah, so she's like dolphining all over the place eating this fucking tuna <laughs> left and right. <laughs> when she's supposedly allergic to it, so that's a whole other thing where I was I, like, I, so, <laughs> so Aunt Gracie... Like, didn't okay. I'm so confused. Why would Aunt Gracie tell her she's allergic to tuna if she's not allergic to tuna? Because I it's think, not like, oh, I don't want to buy tuna. I don't like making no, tuna. No, no. I don't like I because think, she gets home and Aunt Gracie has made the fucking tuna salad that she eats. So why would yeah. Aunt Gracie be like, yeah, you're allergic? Is Aunt Gracie no, just like a fucking weirdo who doesn't want to no, share her I tuna salad with you, her shitty niece? 
No, you fell for Delia's lie because Delia doesn't want to explain to Brock that she has been imparted with non-tuna allergy from her reincarnated soul who is like possessing her to not be allergic to tuna anymore. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> um, my aunt just said I was allergic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. Good cover. <laughs> um, but so she she horks down this tuna sandwich because she fucking <laughs> can't get enough of tuna anymore. She's eating um, tuna every day now. Also, the story doesn't line up too because before that she wasn't allergic to tuna. She was like, I hate tuna. She's like, I don't exactly. Like tuna. I like the it. Yeah, and then she's like. <laughs> My aunt said I was allergic, so I was like, what's that all about? Anyway, so she, whatever. She Get your tuna like, facts straight. Yeah, she's just a greasy little tuna bitch now, and she's <laughs> just horking back this fucking tuna, and then she's like, <laughs> so she finishes it up, and then just as I finished the sandwich, I noticed a large paper bag on the floor in the hallway. I must have dropped it when I ran for the phone, which no mention this bag before. As I examined the contents of the bag, I began to remember where I'd spent some of my time between leaving that strange house and arriving at the haircutting salon. I was like, this is haircutting unforgivable. Salon? Uh, like, haircutting salon is really bad. Also, like, I began to remember, like, Again, that is like fucking, like, weird delivery of yes. Facts. Like we're like, I began it feel like to we're remember. Like it's like okay, so like, are you not finished? Is there more? <laughs> yes. It, like it feels like like tripping and stumbling, like before getting somewhere. Like it's just very like I began okay to remember okay. Like now, are we gonna hear it? So she went yeah. shopping, and she bought a bunch of art supplies so that way she could like become a wonderful painter and paint corpses all the time. And wait, hold on. So the painting that she paints of a corpse—that's what wins. <laughs> yep. So this painting of a fucked up corpse <laughs> is what wins the painting competition in yeah. Pleasantville. So like mm -hmm. again, again, right? It's like, okay, picture this, Pleasantville, 1950s, 1950s. We've got drive-ins mm -hmm. with clown servers. Okay, that's where we're kind of confused again. But now they have like community painting competitions. Okay, wherein the winning painting is a corpse. Okay. <laughs> a corpse. It's like like we keep it's just weird that no one's noticing that it's so weird. many levels. Of, very of very many levels. Um and everybody has heard about it and then also everybody has heard about it being slashed. Oh yeah, instantly. It's like it's the talk of the town. <laughs> I mean, I guess that really does give an indication. Like not yeah. only is there a community art contest yeah everyone knows who won oh okay so i am now yes and it's such a small town so speaking of it being a small town she when she keeps going to get her hair redone mm -hmm. there's like a point where so after her painting's been slashed and you mentioned that she goes to the hairdresser place and she's like oh my god rose has my slashed painting piece but then it's just like a piece of paper or some shit um and then she's getting her it's hair a done. dust rag Kelly. Oh, right. It's a dust rag. I'm so sorry. Which is even more forgivable. <laughs> Unforgivable. Yes. 
Um, okay, so then they're just talking. Now, at this point, I didn't know that Rose and her reincarnated soul used to be friends. Cousins. Or cousins. Rose is the goody two-shoes cousin that that Laura wrote about in her diary constantly. And they grew up yeah. together. And like talk shit about she she doesn't like her. Yeah. But it's so weird. Like, so I was like, okay, like, because I felt like this was like very out of character and strange. And I felt like maybe there was something else going on. And I didn't connect Rose as being the killer connected. Right. Yeah. So at this part, I was like, what's happening? So I liked being in the shop, just Rose and me. It was like we were friends and she was just doing my hair as a favor. And afterward, I'd do hers. It was sort of like that. I made a mental note to get some shorts and a shirt like the one she had on. And I was like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> I was like, what? I know I dress like all my friends. Yeah. I like, I, what? So then I was like, is she going to try and like, are you going to single white female the hairstylist that you keep going yeah. to on top of being possessed by a diary ghost? Yes. That's like, what I was, I was on like, hat. what is this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think we're mixing things up a little too much because, and also this late in the book to introduce like <laughs> a stalker element. Like I, I was just like, what's happening? But um, it was trying to like accomplish some foreshadowing with letting us know that she knew Rose. Yes. And yet, like, not, it doesn't make sense because it wasn't Laura the right kind. fucking hated Rose. Yes. And they were not friends. Yeah. So, uh, failure. Failure, failure. Foreshadow, fail. Yes. Um, now, there's like a big, you know, hullabaloo when like it's revealed. <laughs> a big so, old to do. Because so she's like, ah, I have to go. My hair is red. <laughs> Because, like, something got fucked up with the dye or whatever. So it wasn't she brown dye. It was red dye. Yeah. So her ah. hair is all red now. But it does look really good. And so she goes to hang out with Brock again. Because I guess now they're talking again. Because Brock and has apologized for pushing oh, right. her. He's like, okay, so I know that you only lied because I was pushing you too hard. And I got overly mad about it. I need to control my temper. And then, like... <laughs> Delia like shrinks from his touch and he's like, Well, I'm not violent. Like, where is this coming from? Right. And then and, and then he's I was like, like fair. Well, he acts like creepy though, because then he's like, We should go for a drive. And she's like, Okay. And he's like, into a scary place. He's and like, just like taking her in the woods. The the red herringing yeah. of Brock in this moment is so clumsy. Yeah. Really bad. I'm like, I'm sorry, Sinclair Smith. We're really putting you through the ringer on this one. But but he's he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not violent. Why are you being weird? And then he's like, but we're going to the lake. Did you know a girl died there? But it's so yeah, peaceful okay, that, there. So I thought that you'd yeah. like it. And I was like, what? Yeah, he was like, he's like, but I have to show you something. <laughs> Just like, what? Like, but also, why do you know a girl died there? <laughs> Were you yeah, looking at the microfiche at the library as well? Like, what? Yeah, and like, why mention it? Like, why would you be like, I thought you'd like this. Like, you've had a rough, like, couple of weeks. Like, let's go to I this lake where this girl drowned. Yes. 
<laughs> I want to apologize for losing my temper. I want to show you where a girl was murdered. Yeah, like, I'm not violent. How dare you? Now let's go hang out where this girl was murdered. <laughs> and she's like, I'm scared. And then he's let's like, go hang out oh, at Murder it- Lake. <laughs> and then, okay, I am so sorry, but Delia only gets worse in her idiocy because so they get like run off the road by another car. Oh, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> Brock. Oh, my God. Brock was trying to kill me. <laughs> and then she gets out. and She's like, but the other car maybe was trying to kill me. And then Rose pops up and is like, like ho- a hooded figure appears. Yeah, yeah. And then she takes the hood down and it's like, oh, it's Rose. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then Rose like, are you very forgetting fucking sketchy. That you just got run off the road and she's like wait rose did you also get in an accident and it's like yeah the one that just fucking happened stupid (laughs) and she's like rose you're going the wrong way and then rose is like that's because i'm your best friend cousin (laughs) i'm gonna kill you again cousin sorry i'm your cousin (laughs) and i'm gonna kill you again goody two she's cousin and And then she's like no (laughs) no no it's mean (laughs) no don't it's mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not nice okay also the reveal that rose had been like recognized laura's spirit crouching delia i would wow for since before the diary the reveal that rose planted the diary she's like i was trying to draw you out of your hidey hole you lying bitch (laughs) i knew who you were i knew who you were before you knew who you were and i had to make it happen so that then i can murder you again yeah i was like it was great how did you know that no i she had no reason to know She she felt it she felt it. Well, because I guess, you know, if you're like faded enemies or whatever. Well, and then Delia's <laughs> like, Rose was crazy. And I was like, well, Rose is a murderer. But like, she was right. You are Laura. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she's actually very, she's very insightful. Very much in her right mind on recognizing you at the very least. Like, she's not like hallucinating the fact that you're the reincarnation of Laura. I know. That part's real. (laughs) That part's real. There was also, okay, like, speaking of, like, some parts being crazy. Okay, okay. So, basically, there's, like, a big fight, and then, like, Brock shows up, and then, like, Rose is, like, overpowered by the police who come up in police jeeps. And, like, all these police police jeeps are all all around. Cop jeeps everywhere. Yeah, there's just like police jeeps all left and right. <laughs> and she's like, um, so then she's like, huh, how did you know? And he's like, and the cops are like, Charlie Parrish told us, your teacher. So Charlie, okay, this is and the way that they set this up, he's like, it seems that Charlie went for a haircut and Rose started sounding like she'd flipped. She was saying some really crazy things about having to hurry because she had to go kill her cousin. Charlie knew that the cousin had been dead for years. He said she was his high school sweetheart. And then, like, he stops. And then it's as if he means that this second part is the crazy part where he's like, but Rose told him she wasn't dead anymore. And now she was calling herself Delia Monroe. But I'm like, 
wait, but like earlier you said that she was like gonna kill her cousin. Like that is like pretty, pretty I bad. Think that, like that was maybe tip one. <laughs> yeah, that was tip one. Like, look, I'm not gonna tell you how to do your job and also a cab, but like, like. <laughs> <laughs> like do some investigation you know like you hear someone say like i'm gonna go kill my cousin like that's number one not like oh rose saying that your dead cousin isn't dead anymore and that she's now calling herself delia monroe like it's like already <sighs> you didn't yeah. really need much more than that like no well, on my way to kill my cousin. <laughs> yeah 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 and then and you're like, like oh uh-huh, i thought uh-huh. that was strange but then she said <laughs> yeah yeah But it was when she didn't know that the cousin she murdered was already dead that I knew something was up. Something's not right about her wanting to kill her cousin. (laughs) And then, I mean, I guess, like, what else even happens in this book? I guess that's it. I'm trying to look at my photos here. Oh, do you want me to read the last diary entry? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Because I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. Mm, Dear diary. I'm not afraid of the future anymore, and I no longer feel as if there's a struggle between a living personality and a dead one going on inside me. Here at art school, I've started a whole new life and tried to put those awful memories behind me. Oh, is it maybe? Is this hinting that there isn't a struggle between a living personality and a dead one anymore because the dead one took over? I I think it's just that they're one and the same now. Yeah. Now that I've lived through that whole terrible episode, I feel, I find, I feel stronger than I've ever felt before. In fact, in a strange way, I think that good came out of the whole nightmare. For instance, oh my God, I pay more attention so to my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't, uh, like, for instance, I'm no longer a dirty fucking duck truck. Okay. <laughs> for instance, now I actually like care about how I look instead of. Like that stupid <laughs> hag that I used to be. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't care about their appearance is a fucking stupid little bitch. If it hadn't been for the diary, I never would have known that I like red nail polish. <laughs> Sometimes I, I think, think I'll try another. You might have discovered that at some point, maybe. Like, how does she not like, ever fucking literally know? never would I have imagined that I would wear such a <laughs> vibrant color on my nails, such a daring color. Sometimes I think I'll try another color, but for now, I'm sticking to red. I've decided that I like my hair this way, and I like it red, too. Red, red, I think red. I'm going to keep it like this. My new boyfriend loves it. He thinks it's really me. It's too bad about Aunt Gracie, though, the way she died in that bad accident. The end. Yeah, so she's for sure, lo- like, more Laura than Delia now. Yeah. But I don't think it's like, there's no Delia. Right. Like, she's right. not like, finally, took over that stupid body. <laughs> Yeah, I was just wondering if it was like supposed to be a mislead, but I, yeah, I mean, maybe it's like only a partial mislead. But you're definitely supposed to know that like Laura is at the forefront. She's still there. Now. Yeah, she's still there. She's yeah, she's taking lead. Yeah, yeah. They've they've meshed, and Laura's personality is the stronger of the two. Obviously, I mean, yeah. Like, what wouldn't be the stronger one than Delia? Mm-hmm. Del- like, she's like a nothing. She is a non-entity. Oh, I also liked like when Jewel and Brock tried to like intervention her for being too exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Like something's weird. What with your like 
different hair and new clothes and also being <laughs> funny now. Yeah, that was so funny. It was so she's like, Delia, you've just really changed. Like, you didn't used to care about clothes like me, which is my thing. And you didn't used to care about painting or being interesting. And she's like, how could you say this to me? You and Brock, what are you talking behind my back? I'm like, that's like the most anyone's ever talked about you, Delia. Yes. You're normally so boring. Very boring. Um, oh, yeah, that's the book. That is the book. Oh, I forgot. Um, the, the like weird supernatural talk show she watches. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Beyond Belief or Beyond. Liter- that's beyond- literally the name of a show. Beyond Belief yeah. Fact or Fiction hosted by um, Jonathan uh, Franzen. Jonathan Frakes. Or Jonathan Frakes. Frakes. He Jonathan played Franzen. Riker. He's an author. Yeah. He played Riker oh, yeah, that's on Star Trek Next yes. Generation, but it was like reenactments of either things that did actually happen or that the writers made up. And then at the end of the show, he would like tell you which one was real. Yeah. I, I love the supercut of him saying that you're wrong, that it's yes. not real. Please so look fucking it up. Funny. Please look it up. That one's really good. And then also the like there's a, a supercut of him doing the the like preamble question but slowed down so it sounds like a drunk guy at a bar that's like talking to you where he's like yes. have you ever noticed that <laughs> themed restaurants are becoming a thing yes. he's like have you ever noticed that bigfoot is a myth like there's so many weird like I'll, questions i'll find links it's very to, funny to those videos because it it is so funny yeah it's so and, good and the the one he'll often be like, no, that was just an ingenious fiction come up with by our team of writers. There was the ones that are so but like that that one is really funny. There's like it never happened. It was an urban legend urban legend that never happened. Yep. <laughs> I love that one. Idiot. He's like, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Wrong. You're wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. That never uh, happened. Very funny. Um, oh, it's in the book. Uh, the show is called Beyond Reason. Oh, Beyond Reason. But and it the is. show is called Beyond Belief in Real Life. And they are different. Like Beyond Reason. They're different. The show in the book is like this guy hosting a roundtable of like paranormal people who have experienced stuff. things. Um, yeah, it's not reenactments. but Yeah. And then there's another show Mike and I found on Tubi not too long ago that William Shatner hosts. And it's, it does... <laughs> Does actor reenactments of ghost stories from celebrities. What? So it'll interview a celebrity. And in the first one, it's um Barry Williams, I think his name is. It's funny, Mike just said this name last night. Now I can't remember. He played Greg Brady on the mm-hmm. Brady Bunch. And he's mm-hmm. telling this story about how it, they were on a boat because it was his dad had died and they were going to like maybe dump his ashes into the sea or like they were having mm-hmm. a funeral on the boat. And, and he's like, and I, and then I, I saw my son playing in the bathroom and he he was playing with him as though he were playing with my, with my dad. That's the extent of the story, but they spend like a full 15 minutes reenacting this shit, trying to make it dramatic somehow <laughs> And everybody is like so 
shiny. It's as though they had no makeup artist no. for the show. And it's hosted no. by William Shatner. And it's like, did, were you just like jealous of Jonathan Frakes? Why are you? Yeah. <laughs> you just thought, well, he's on Star Trek and I'm on Star Trek. Dude, dude, I don't know if I've talked to you about this show. It's a sim- very similar vibe, it seems. And I don't really remember what it's called, but I think it's something about like like female victims of crimes or something like that. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But it's hosted by the woman that plays Elaine Bracco. Elaine Bracco, the woman that plays the therapist in mm-hmm. I don't uh, know The Sopranos. I name for some reason off the top of my head. Yeah, I think it's Elaine Bracco. And she um, is the entire, so this is after, like, long after Sopranos ended. So she's older. And she's just, like, standing, like, three quarters, like, the entire time. Standing, like, three quarter mm-hmm. facing the camera, like like a Sears portrait. Mm-hmm. And is just not moving. And she's just like, huh, Natalie Wood was a promising young ingenue. <laughs> and... <laughs> and the thing was, was that at the time of Natalie Wood's death, she was not a promising young ingenue. She was like, had been working for a yeah. while. She was a and child so, actress. <laughs> yeah. And so I was telling this to a uh, friend of the show, Ryan Mogi, and she was like, Elaine Bracco probably like felt old. And so like they changed it to be like, uh, we'll just say that she was a promising young ingenue. Cause <laughs> Natalie Wood was like 40 when she died. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, just such a promising young ingenue at the, the tender age of 40. <laughs> but it's so bad. I don't recommend watching this show. It's very boring. We, we turned mm. it off after a little while because it was literally just like weird reenactments. And then Elaine Bracco like talking. Yeah, kind of we, that camera. we couldn't make it through too much of this William Shatner show because it yeah. was. Is this it? It hasn't happened yet. No, that's some sort of live performance um <clears throat> it was doing so much like it would go to commercial and then they would come back and recap the extremely no, drawn out boring to, thing they yeah. already showed they're just trying it to just a time. fucking commercial machine yeah. yeah yeah so boring that sucks i hate that um so anyway, yeah what a weird show so that's, that's the that's, book that's the book that's the book um Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Um, and thank... Oh, my God. <laughs> I tried so hard. I didn't you my <laughs> So hard. Oh, what a failure. <laughs> it's okay. It's I was okay. like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> All I heard was just like... <laughs> Anyway, oh my God. sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no problem. A very special thank you to our Patreon listeners. You guys help keep us alive um, during this time. Uh, as always. As o- during this time, as always, all times. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to our Patreon producers, Aaron Fernandez. Amanda Nangle. Ann Dwyer. Ashley Fritz. Brian Petty II. Clary Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana, Danny, Ebony Collins, Emma, Emma Murray, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Grace Armstrong, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jeremy Cronk, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Kate Kabala, Katie Lilly, 
Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Christerina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Wolschlager, Marco Pavlicich, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rashad Black, Randy Clutt, Rachel Bussert, Rebecca Goss, Rebecca N, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, we will catch you next week. Haven't landed on the book yet. Um, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so fuck we off. We really appreciate it. So like, go fuck yourself. And uh, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Just end. <laughs> Forever. And peace. <laughs> and goodbye forever. I haven't chosen the book yet. And so we're done. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. Please get vaccinated as soon as possible and keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.